Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all the rest of you ridiculously gross Dave Matthews fans. It's time for Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 48. I am the majestic and lovely Sean Hood, uh, alongside the albatross around my neck, Dave Taylor. <laughs> hey, bringing you down as always. I, babe, I, I, ha- I have showered, by the way. Just want to point that good, out. Good, so. good. Well, as long as you're not a Dave Matthews fan, we're, we're okay. <laughs> Uh, it is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, FM 99's first and only WWE wrestling podcast, so that's great news. Uh, lucky you for finding us. Congratulations. But uh, just in case you don't know how you did it and you need to remember next week, let me uh, go ahead and run down that for you real quick. You can find us lots of places. The most easiest way, most easiest, the easiest way is on FM99.com, right under the media tab. ESPR it is right there. Links you to our newest episode. And a little description about the show and everything, but that's not the only way you can find us. You can also find us on most of your major podcast apps, including iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, all sorts of stuff. Just search uh, ESPR, and it should bring us up. And uh, then after that, apparently Dave found us in some Japanese sites or something. Yeah, yeah, we were like ranked like like in the top sixty, like in the, the we're like sports podcast, yeah, one of the only wrestling <laughs> ones or something. Hey, go us. In Japan, yeah, uh, you know that's military. You know that's what that is. It's people who are from here in the military. Um, outside of that, uh, we you, got, you can contact us because we always want to hear from you guys. And actually, I think we do have an email I need to pull up. Yes. Or you can pull it up, yeah. Um, and the, the easiest way to email us is eat, sleep, podcast, repeat. Oh, no, that's not what it is. It's ESPR at FM99.com. And you send us an email with your topic, question, comment, concern, fantasies, whatever. We'll act them out for you. Maybe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that after last week, that was weird. And then, uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99, or on the Twitter at ESPR99. We want you to interact with us in all the different ways that you possibly can. And now that we've got the business out of the way, it's time for us to dive headfirst, whether the pool's full or not, into the news. All right. News time. Um, I'm going to bring this up because we actually talked about this on Rumble in the Morning the other day. Really? Yeah, this was actually a topic of conversation for a little bit. John Cena openly saying he wants Nikki Bella back and that he wants to have kids with her. And he... I almost feel like we're getting played here. I'm I'm on the fence about it. I do, to a degree, agree that it could be a, 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 a work of some sort. But at the same time, I also don't. I mean, relationships break up all the time in uh, in wrestling. John Cena's is very high profile for the company, so of course it's going to be focused on. Um, and I got to be honest, if you look at the guy, he looks like he's going through a breakup. He looks a little pale. He's lost some weight. He doesn't look like the John Cena we know and love. Sure, he's not getting ready for a movie role or. Some I mean, kind he could of... be. It's entirely possible, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not so sure. It, it's one thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. People are saying they're doing it all for ratings for Total Bellas. Yeah, that could be possible. But at the same time, I think you would have done bigger ratings doing their wedding. So, well, but that does hype up the fact that they if if this is going to lead to a wedding. That, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, we don't know. And everybody who's automatically screaming work like they're so much smarter than the rest of us. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Hey, come on. That's what I'm doing. No, no. You said you felt like maybe. Yeah. That's one thing to say maybe. I agree with you. It's a possibility. I'm not saying that it's not. But it would be naive to say it's not a possibility. This is wrestling. It's wrestling related. It would be silly to say that it's not at least possible. I mean, People Magazine, Perez Hilton is covering their story. Well, they get, but see, they got a lot of, but John Cena gets a lot of coverage anyway. 
Yeah. John Cena. That's the thing. It's John Cena. If this was somebody else, I would I would automatically tell you it's it's, it's a Because Perez Hilton reported, you know, is it the distance to blame? Nikki Bella admits seeing John Cena just 30 days total out of six months after their engagement. Yeah. You know, which sounds like like a good relationship to me. Oh, I'm man. kidding. I'm kidding. That's why I'm single, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it because it's mean. But if you make the joke, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I do the self-deprecating humor. I do it all the time. Um, it's one of those things where, again, it, is it possible that it's a work? It's 100% possible. You know what's also possible? That they broke up. Yeah, and they're just trying to work it out. You know, you, you break up, you got feelings for somebody, yeah. and you're a public person, and you And you got to remember, things. we're saying, oh, TMZ and Perez Hilton and yada, yada, yada. Well, what do they cover? Celebrity gossip. Yeah. What kind of show are both of them on? Total Bellas. Yeah. Total Divas. Gossip shows, essentially. Reality TV gossip shows. Yes, yes. And John Cena is the biggest star in the world for the company right now. So, I mean, they're going to get some coverage, even if this is real. Uh, we'll see. If... if if you never see it play into anything, then I would then I'd be like, okay, guys, we, we weren't being had. They just broke up. Yeah, but you know, it's entirely possible. So we'll see where it goes. But in the event that it's real, I do hope that uh, things get better. For and, 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 and maybe with the breakup, maybe, maybe it's more like you know, her go, look, you know, I haven't seen you much. You know, thirty days out of six months or whatever. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's like you know, if you want this to happen. You know, I'm, I'm breaking up with you, and maybe you need to go think about what you want to do. That's that's kind of what she made it seem like when she talked about it, because she said that I well, she's actually when she, I remember her reaction to what he said on the Today Show, because um, TMZ tracked her down, showed it to her, or told her what he said. Although they conveniently left parts out those days, yeah. <laughs> um, but she said she was surprised to hear that from him, and she talked about having cold feet and just deciding there were things that she wanted to do, and yada yada yada. To which, if that's true, if this, if this turns out to be legitimate, yeah, we're doing a gossip show. Shut up. <laughs> if this turns out to be legitimate, I'm going to hate Nikki Bella. Because the, remember, we all know when they started dating, my boy was like, I'm never getting married again. Yeah. I'm never having kids. Like, that's just not part of my plan. My boy is now saying, I only wanted to marry her. I, I want to have kids with her. And, like, it, she <laughs> she did that. And then she's like, yeah, peace, John. <laughs> oh, Nick, Nikki, you jerk. But, again, this could all be for, for ratings. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's entirely up in the air. I will say this man looked pretty sad. I felt bad for him when I saw it. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe there's some of that where he's like, you know, it's just like I, I took it for granted, and I don't have her. And I, I maybe nobody told John that it's fake. <laughs> so John's over here like, uh, uh. but everybody else knows that it's a work. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, it's too bad, like you know, him and uh, you know Nikki aren't on the shows right now, where uh, the Miz and uh, Maurice can make fun of. Uh, make fun well, Maurice of them. isn't even on right now. No, well, she's yeah, she's yeah, she's she home being a mama. Yeah, uh, I'll go from that to uh, the All In show. Just gonna bring that up because how can we not? Oh my gosh, sold out in like thirty minutes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. They said a couple of hours, but that was only because the, the the site crashed because so many people tried to buy tickets. I think really it took about thirty minutes for them to sell all of their tickets. Which it, is insane. It, where are they having that show? It's Chicago. Yeah. What do you remember? Where? What place? Is it? Is it the Rosemont Horizon? I'm uh, I'm looking up that venue right now. So keep yeah. stalling. Okay, yeah. I'll keep stalling. <laughs> uh, this is cool though. They talked to uh, Paul Heyman about um, what he thought about it selling out like it did and everything. And uh, he said, "What Cody Rhodes? This is from his Twitter. What Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks have accomplished is truly epic. They have built a brand, self-marketed uh, themselves." negotiated their destinies on multiple continents and sold over 10,000 tickets to their own event on their own terms. And I agree with him. Whether, you know, whether you, whether you were a fan of Cody Rhodes or whether you liked the Young Bucks previously or not, you cannot deny that kind of success. 
I mean, that's a big, big deal for them to be able to do that kind of business. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you think about it, when the WWE tours, I'm not talking about pay-per-views, but like regular house shows, mm-hmm. and they need the, the scope here, or the Hampton Coliseum, uh, you know, maybe four to 6,000, we'll say. Now, now, but they're touring all the time. Obviously, yeah. this is a little bit different because it's one show, but it's right. But, but still, the name's on the show. Yeah, it's a big deal. That's uh, by 10, the way, I still think Chris Jericho might show up at the show. I think there's a possibility. He ain't working for WWE right now. Can you imagine the kind of headlines he'd get if he popped up at the show? Yeah, that would not probably bode well in the events camp. But yeah, they, you know, they uh, you say know, that. You know. But we've we've heard before that. But he had the blessing for Japan and he, allegedly, he is, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I'm not sold on that because originally it was Vince is pretty mad, and then later he seemed to be okay with it. I think it was a you know it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission kind of thing. Yeah, I think the one thing with Chris is because I mean he usually comes back. So yeah. sometimes it's not like a bad thing because you kind of get that because they kind of get that rub of oh I just saw him over here. Yeah. And now now and Chris that's is over my here. Thing. Yeah, it's like I don't feel like that would hurt WWE in any way, shape, or form. They're not using him right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Go over, do this show, get hype, get get you know what I mean, get people talking about you. Then you show back up in WWE. He'll be more popular than he was previously. It's at the uh, Sears Center Arena. The Sears Center Arena. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like the Rosemont or uh, whatever yeah, I was else just they have there. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but but great on Cody Rhodes for a guy that mm-hmm. um, you know when the Stardust thing happened, and I thought it was kind of cool at first, and then obviously that quickly played its course, and he could get out of that and get out. Of, I mean, what what a second career, if you will. Fantastic. I, I couldn't and, be more know, impressed by those guys. You know the fact that. And I'll be honest yes, with you, I am not a Young Bucks fan. You know, I'm impressed with those guys. And, and they're incredibly talented. Uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan. Their style it's, doesn't appeal because it's 40 super kicks in the match. It's, 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 it's almost super like, kick party. Yeah, it's almost like you the know? Superman punch overuse. And it's yeah. like super. I'm uh, just not. Well, and their style in general is a little bit too much. It, it's think TNA X division type stuff in the sense that, and I'm not talking about when it was good with AJ Styles and all them. I'm talking about later on when it was we're going to do a million spots. Nothing's going to be a finisher. You know what I mean? And then uh, uh, the finish will be disappointing compared to everything else we just saw. Um, and that's not always the case with them. Please don't start inundating me with, with Young Bucks matches. I don't care and I won't watch them. <laughs> um, but I just I, I don't dig that style. It's just not my style. I will say Cody Rhodes, I've seen some of his work since he's been gone. He's killing it. Yeah. Boy, yeah. Killing kill in it. Yeah. The, the, I, I always felt like the WWE kind of missed a bone on this. And he's had yeah. things that were great. Like when he, we had the face mask, when he had the injury, I thought that was great. Oh, that was my favorite Cody Rhodes. A, at the mustache. That was pretty good. Too. That was pretty good. But that I love when he was doing the paper bags on wrestlers. I, that was, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's like, it's like they take this momentum and then they just stopped it for whatever I, reason. I loved the mask when he was the, you know, he we went from dashing Cody Rhodes. Yeah. To no longer like to he saw himself as 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 disfigured or something. I love that, and if they had really dug into that, there was a lot of places they could have gone with that yeah. kind of psychosis sort of character. You know what I mean? Like his his own distorted body image, and and you know, there's a lot of places they could have gone with that, but they they just didn't. Yeah, he had a great feud with Rey Mysterio. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, that it was, was so good. And it's like it's like every time, and then with um, you know, the fact that they announced what just who's going to be there. Yeah, you know, and and they sold this many tickets. I don't have all the people that are going to be. Well, there. well they got uh, Cody Young Bucks, uh, yeah, uh, Okada. Okay, Okada. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, he's there. Uh, also, you got um, uh, Kenny Omega is mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what they have right now. And right. then uh, it looks like um, 
they got some other guys that are going to be at an event, uh, kind of like a, a who's who professional wrestling. Did you hear that uh, CM Punk is going to be there? Yeah. How about that? That's pretty interesting. That's his first uh, appearance. Wrestling related. Yeah, wrestling related. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's, um, any chance he shows up at All In? Well, it is in Chicago. So, so I, I mean, the event he's going to is going to be in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it probably depends how much you're paying him. I, mean, I agree. <laughs> I agree. He's a smart guy when it comes to money. I could also see him very possibly doing it to help Cody Rhodes because of Cody Rhodes leaving WWE and doing things on his own terms. I could very possibly see CM Punk doing something like that. And I got to be honest, you want to talk about another way to sell another big event if they want to do another one after this? Set up something at this event that will lead to your next event between Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Oh, oh, you know this is not the only event they're doing. You know there's a sequel that's already Well, I'm just saying, that will, that will take it into the oh, stratosphere. Yeah. People will lose their minds about CM Punk returning to a wrestling ring. Even uh, it, you know how old he is now? He's almost he's like running around 40 now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude's getting up there. But now we say that, but then you look at guys like AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. and people like that who are arguably doing the best work they've ever done. But but CM Punk also has uh, a little bit of more father time on the side of the fact that he's not been banged up the last couple of years. No, yeah. Well, you know, other than the UFC training. The UFC training is rough on you, man. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that's really rough on you. And he's got another fight scheduled now yeah. for 225. Um, I guess I'd actually, I don't know when 225 is because I'd have to see when UFC 225 is because depending on where that lands on a calendar in relation to all in – it's next that month. Be a problem. Oh, it is. Yeah. Isn't all in not to like September or something? Yeah. Oh, then he's got plenty of time if he wants to do that. Plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. I think he. Guys, we don't usually cover things outside of WWE too much. We did the New Japan show uh, that one time. Um, we might have to cover this. Yeah, I think so. We might so. have to cover all in just just because it's such a big event. How can we not talk about it the week it happens? You know. Um, okay, so moving on from All In, I just wanted to bring that up because, again, how can you ignore it at this point, right? It's just it's too big to, to ignore. Yeah, the fact that the star cast, by the way, that, mm-hmm. that, that they uh, that they just had, mm-hmm. uh, the, or that, that's coming up for, for this event, uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard's involved in that as well. Of course, yeah. he's got the, you know, the podcast the network show. on the network. Of course, you got Bischoff, yeah. Colt Cabana, who's uh, mm-hmm. you know, a fun name, uh, Sean, fun Sean name. Mooney. <laughs> Why? Jerry Lawler. Why Sean Mooney? Because 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 Sean covers that era. That, that there's nobody else from that era that's really. I mean, Bruce was kind of there, but Sean was the the other guy involved. I mean, he was a funny guy. The dry humor always kind of loved this uh, style. You just see the look I'm giving Dave. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and finally, this uh, Hulk Hogan had it did an interview where he was talking about um, trying to rehabilitate his image and everything, and um, he kind of gave wishy washy answers on that, and. Um, he did keep saying that he wants to go back to WWE, but nothing concrete. Uh, you know, people keep bringing it up, hoping it's a possibility. I feel like every big show that comes around, they're like, Hogan Hogan might be at this one because, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, rumors, rumors. The, yeah, rumors, the man himself, yeah. has, himself has said nothing is is happening. Yeah. He said there's rumors out there constantly, but he's like, the best I can tell you right now is maybe. And then people get mad when he doesn't show. They didn't say he was going to be there. Yeah. it's, it's Stop that. I love when they do that about different people, not <laughs> yeah. just him. Like when, when you're at a concert, oh, hey, so-and-so's going to, I heard so-and-so's in town. He's going to, no, uh, he's he's not randomly going to be in this town no. on the same day no. that his former bandmate is in, no. and they're just going to show up and play. No, it's not happening like yeah. that. Sorry, yeah. Don't disappoint yourself. So that's the news, and uh, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back... We will uh, dive into the week that was in wrestling. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. 
We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. Time for the week that was in wrestling, and we will start with Monday Night Raw. Following the trend of backlash and putting me to sleep. It was so not good. It was so not good. The opening segment with Reigns and and Kurt Angle was just awkward. It was, oh God, was it bad. Mm. It was so bad. Mm. Um, You know, hold on, before we get into that real quick, I just want to bring this up simply because we've, I I wanted to mention in news and I forgot. Ronda Rousey announced as the oh. number one contender for Nia Jax's. Yeah, I didn't know if we're going to get to that. You know, speaking title. of awkward, well, because it didn't happen on Raw. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was announced before that at a press conference they were doing up front or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it. an NBC thing. Yeah, um, she announced her. Uh, she announced Ronda Rousey as the number one contender for her title. Nia Jax did, and I have mixed mm. feelings on that because I do feel like it's too early. However, however, bear in mind where this show is to, or where this match is going to take place. Money in the bank. Carmella just held the thing until almost the next Money in the yeah, Bank. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised at all if whoever wins the women's Money in the Bank cashes in during this match. I mean, th- there there is a screw job. I, I don't see much of a match happening. No, I don't. Either. I I almost see like she gets attacked by like somebody, not attacked, but somehow prevented from either getting in the ring or as soon as that match starts, right. something happens where somebody something, gets involved. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see things starting and maybe they work out something more. Uh, more a cu- more couple of sequences, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. just to try and. And give the fans something to get excited about. Almost Goldberg-esque from his most recent run. You know what I mean? And But it doesn't get to finish. No. Well, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. And it's... Uh, and uh, Nia Jax you know, has improved. but I, I She shouldn't uh, be carrying a match. But she shouldn't, she's not ready to carry a match. No. And and you know and as a face, it, I, don't, I don't know if that, that works. But I thought the segment was completely awkward. With the, with her and then with Charlotte Flair, yeah, just showing up because you know I, I thought Charlotte would. I mean, she's not a champion it right now. Made no sense. It, but just it really made no sense. No. I mean, I could get her being excited about it from the prospect of yeah. like, this is gonna be a good match, but it just seemed awkward, like you said. It just seemed awkward. Yeah, uh, and I know a lot of people, you know, are like it's too soon, and it and it, and it is, but there's a reason for this, and it's got to be more. And I think you might have commented, or, or a lot of we had a lot of comments on our Facebook page. I'll oh, bring people, those, people commented like crazy I, I, I will bring that up, but uh, it might have been you that said it might be more of an angle. Than More angle than match, which is what I was saying. Yeah. I don't think this is designed to be a match. I think it's designed to be an angle. Uh, do you think it's also maybe designed to say sell tickets? Because you know, there's no sure, there, there's no Brock on the show. Hey guys, let's remember that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, is sell tickets. And I mean, people get angry. I love when people say too soon, like she hasn't earned it or something like that. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. I mean, people get as angry at me as they want to get about this. I don't care. Um, the idea of earning it. Means that you sell the most tickets. Means that people want to see you. Means that people want to pay to see you. Guess what? Ronda Rousey head and shoulders above most of the women's division in that regard. Ronda Rousey head and shoulders above a lot of the men in the men's division. Yeah. In that regard, she is a name. She is a draw. She is going to be put in a profile, high profile spot where they want to use her. And again, I don't think she's going to get the title. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they're they're sticking around seeing the meaningless tag match. It's not like she's teaming with Natalia taking mm-hmm. on Alexa and Mickey James. Hey, here's some of the comments uh, from our page. Yeah. Mike Canary just said it's no from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris he, Chris Williams. He's he, he not a fan of Ronda anyway. <laughs> uh, Chris Williams thought it was a little early, but interested to see where it goes. Yeah, see, that, that's the see, approach that, that's, I feel like we should take. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, bad booking unless Alexa jumps into the match. Somehow no reason for either woman to lose that clean and the other. That was Steve Racha uh, said that. Uh, oh, when I said something like that. You too. said uh, it makes no sense. Uh, maybe Miss Money in the Bank will cash in. Yeah, I was up. thinking it was going to be Alexa, yeah. but, which is funny because we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, uh, the, uh, Josh McGregor, kind of quick, but I can see why they went with this decision. She has no competition with Tamina Snuka, Hurt, and Asuka on SmackDown. They're right. Who's, she, who's supposed to challenge her, really? Yeah, because she Sasha and Bailey still haven't resolved their thing. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. You could must. go with the Riot Squad, but they have no heat. No, no, they don't. So who who is there? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's the problem when you when you have Nia being a face that yeah. you don't have Nia anybody needs to for. be a monster. Yeah, because it. I mean, a more natural progression of this story would have been she can face Bailey and Sasha when they're done with their little thing. Um, she could have faced Natalia in a couple of things, which could have eventually led to a match with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and even then, if they still weren't ready, they could have done a Natalia turn angle on Ronda. And then going Ronda and Italian still kept the title away from Ronda. Yeah, yeah, because you know I just feel like there's different ways to go about this. Yeah, maybe, and even then, maybe Natalia cost her the title. You know what I mean? That that's something too. Where it's like, like I came over to the show same time as you. I trained you. Why are you getting a shot before me? It's like you're stealing my spotlight here. Right. You know what? You could 100 could happen. Yeah. I don't see Ronda leaving with the title. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and and Ember Moon. I mean, we'll see something it's Moon, too yeah. too soon. But that's somebody I could see challenging. Because, I mean, because her style is completely I, different than anybody else on that show. Oh, yeah. But I re- I, I'd i love to see Ember Moon and Ronda when Ronda's ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you have a high flyer. You know, who can also uh, just wrestle. Who could wrestle as well. Yeah. But but that style is because nobody else is doing it. I mean, Sasha's oh, right. not a flyer. I mean, you're Sasha right. does take the high-risk moves, but Ember... Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the Kari Sane it's style where it's just like, oh my gosh, and the fact that like when you know they go up to the top rope with ease and coming off with these moves. Yeah, man, nobody else is doing that. So, again, I think we take the wait and see approach here. Yeah. Don't don't start crapping all over till we see what's going to happen because everybody crapped all. There were people crapping all over Ronda getting into wrestling, and then she had that match at WrestleMania, and everybody was like, "Well, wait a minute, why was this the best <laughs> match on the show?" You know. Uh, so let's wait and see what they do. Let's go at this one with an air of of you know just. Uh, excitedness yeah, a little d- bit of excitement yeah don't poo-poo this like you poo-poo roman reigns matches before anything yeah, happens. let's talk about that now he opened <laughs> the show to a chorus of booze and this was one of my favorite things Corey graves said it was a typical united kingdom reception for reigns <laughs> yeah because nobody else boos him right yeah not yeah. a single el- yeah. other person in the world boos him um the whole exchange was meh uh i feel like you should kind of take a hint when uh reigns is leaving and they sing na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. How do you not get that this guy is not going to be the face of your company? Yeah, yeah. It was just it was a bad segment with Kurt. You know, and and, and the fact that you know Jinder Mahal, who is supposed to be the I should say the heel, but he is a top heel mm-hmm. on that show, and he is getting cheered anytime his name oh is God. mentioned. And people <laughs> don't like Jinder. It's not even a matter of him being a heel. People just don't like yeah. him. And he's getting cheered over Reigns. That's insane. It makes no sense. They had that brawl in the back and whatnot. And it got progressively as the night went on more and more. I, I got to, you know, Reigns, I mean, he beat the living crap out of him. You if, kinda, if this, I'm going to put it this way. And I, grant, I understand he's no Stone Cold Steve Austin. But if Stone Cold Steve Austin did that, he'd be getting cheered yeah. to the roof. Roman Reigns does it. Nothing but booze. People you, you, don't care. And now you, now you kind of, to me, like I kind of feel bad for Jinder Mahal because he, because he's a guy that's supposed to have a you know money in the bank qualifying match. Never got his match. Well, in fairness, he did screw Reigns out of his. Yeah. So I mean, it's turnabout. Uh, but 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 that should have happened in a match. Uh, why? 
because it, just because usually that's how you get that's how that feud continues. It's like you know, like Jinder's going to win the match. Roman Reigns distracts him. Well, just I, I think that depends on the guy. I mean, like yeah, to a degree, but I mean Roman Reigns. I mean we've seen him do this to numerous people. We've seen him do it to Smojo. Yeah. We've seen him do it to Triple H. We've seen him. This is his thing. He goes out there and he one ups the the beating that he just got usually. But you're making now you're making Jinder sympathetic to a degree. Um, uh, I mean, not like Jinder's going to come out and you know. And, and could you imagine? I mean. The face turn for Jinder. Jesus Christ. No. But two weeks in a row he's gotten pops, all because of Roman Reigns. All because of, But that's the thing. They're not real pops. They're pops because he's not Roman. That's the reason he's getting pops. It's the not Roman pop is what it is. Um well, from now on, that's what it is. They're not Roman. The, 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 but you know, years ago, we, we you know, when some guy asked about like when the Roman Reigns became hated, and it was mm-hmm. the minute Daniel Bryan got thrown out of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. You go back a year before that. And people were, were, you know, were were upset because it was Reigns and Batista. Right, they, at they the were end. popping for Reigns, but it was it wasn't a real pop for Reigns. Yeah, because they it didn't was want a Bat- not Batista pop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Batista. Yeah, Batista. Yeah, so um, so that they, maybe they go, oh well, maybe it's this guy. It's like no, no, no. We just didn't want to see Batista because you're going to get this as lousy Batista. What's funny match. is had they gone with Reigns that year. It might have gone a whole other way for him. Yeah, it might have worked. It might have worked. Now, granted, it was all part of telling a story with Daniel Bryan later on, so I don't know if that would have yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah, and then the CM Punk walking out the next day, that changed everything right. there, so, too. So, I mean, it's 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 a different story at that point. But, <laughs> but again, just that whole uh, thing is a nightmare situation. It's yeah. just a nightmare sandwich. Yep. Um, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens had a fantastic uh, IC title match. Go watch this match. I love that the Open Challenge is back. Yes. That is so great. So good. I love it so much. I, I love seeing Kevin Owens wrestle like this. I mean, I, you know, obviously he didn't win, but I love this Owens. This is my Kevin Owens that I like yeah, to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we got the footage from the upfront thing with, you know, we already talked about that. It's awkward. Um, <laughs> uh, you had Baron Corbin versus Bobby Roode versus No Way Jose and a Money in the Bank uh, qualifier. It was a, it was fine. It wasn't yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Bob, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Roode needs, he needs to win. I mean, I mean Cor- yeah. Corbin's it's boring. Corbin and hey, no hey, 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 respect him, sir. I, I, okay, I you know what? Because we're gonna have more of him in the show later we on. We are. Yeah, we are. It'd be nice, damn it. I'm gonna tell my best friend <laughs> what you just said. Uh, again, it was the match was solid. It was fine, but you know, it wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Um. So once Roode won, that made it Roode, the Miz, Braun Strowman, and uh, Finn. Finn. Was it Finn? Yeah. Okay, Finn. Mm-hmm. Wait, and Rusev. Yeah. And Rusev was in. Yeah, Rusev, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had more going on there. Uh, what else happened? The, the B team, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas versus Tyler Breeze and Fandango. And they won. They won a match. The B team won. I could get into this thing where they treat every win like they won the world <laughs> title. Like I could, I could get into that level. Well, that's what like what Bo thing. Dallas was kind of like when he first came in with the whole believe thing, and he'd sell yeah. right around the ring. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that was just that was just the corny running around. Yeah. No, I want to see over the top like excitement. You know what I mean? Like like they're crying. They're so excited. Um, you know, it was fun. It was nothing important, but it was fun. But I, I like the chant though that they're trying though, and uh, maybe maybe over time though, B team, B team. We'll, we'll yeah, see maybe. how that works out. It's very possible. If this takes off for them, good because those guys need something. Yeah, they, and Raw needs more serious tag teams. They do, they do. So seriously, let's let's give them a chance. You, you know, are they going to beat the Ascension next week? Maybe. They're not serious. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks, Natalia, and Ember Moon defeated the Riot Squad. I thought this was a good match. It was good, but again, it, who cares? Yeah. It was it was just meant to kind of fill TV time. I well, like. I, but but I, I think it's also another thing too of um you know it doesn't help the riot squad, but there was showcase for Natalia to make her more serious because she got the the victory with the uh, submission. So. Right. 
I would like to point out that the tag team champions, Matt Hardy, and they called him Bray Wyatt. I thought we weren't calling him that, but whatever. Um, took on uh, the Revival and beat them in like five, four minutes. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, you ruined the Revival. Why didn't they go to SmackDown? Yeah. They, yeah, it's a shame. I'm annoyed at the moment with that. Uh, Sami Zayn did a little promo about uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby Lashley. So Bobby Lashley finally has an angle of some sort uh, yeah. to get involved in. Yeah, uh, so after just, the big you know, story last up, week, you know, yeah. just being put in tag matches <laughs> with Braun Strowman. Um, so it looks like it's going to be a Zayn and Lashley program, which is unique. Yeah, but I could get into that. I feel like uh, I feel like that could be a good program. Uh, well, the wrestling at Zayn's end will be good. So that yeah, and will, Lashley's good. He's just you know he just needs to work dude. with somebody. Yeah. yeah, he's a big, fast, athletic dude though, and he can wrestle. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm actually fairly interested in that. I did I did kind of like Zayn's whole program though, how he kind of was picking apart everything they did from the Bobby Lashley video of the previous week. Uh, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, and Mickey James in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Pretty much only saw this going one way. Alexa Bliss won. Yeah. She's the one I'm picking to win and then cash in that same night on Nia Jax. Hmm. I mean, that's that's you know what I mean. Yeah. That it, I feel like that just makes the most sense because it's her program with Nia. And it allows her to sneak a win back over Nia. You probably thanks to Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? So it could happen. Well, yeah. it, well, and she kind of has a thing starting with Ronda, but is that too soon to have Ronda and Alexa? You know, with well, the I don't title feel like you go right to Ronda and Alexa um, at that point because I mean, they've been kind of teasing that. Like with... you, I still feel like you can get through Mickey James, and you know what I mean. I gotta stop saying. I just realized I said you know what I mean like four times. I need to stop that. <laughs> Next time I say it, just slap me. All right. Um, (laughs) uh, There's a joke here that's pretty funny. They were talking about uh, how Jinder wasn't going to be able to be in the match. And it says, please tell me this doesn't end with a masked wrestler named Ramon Reigns winning the money in the bank. (laughs) 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 That would have really upset me. (laughs) Uh, You did have the tag match between Braun Strowman and Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Dolph and Ziggler, I mean, Dolph and McIntyre still looking good. Yeah. I still wish McIntyre was a solos wrestler. Yeah, this has to be going somewhere, and I don't want to uh, see these two feud. I, I almost want to see like you know, if he like, came as an in as a face, I'd have been fine with seeing him. Feud, yeah, but I don't want yeah, to see him break yeah. up as a team and feud. No, no. But what I what I would love to see is more like you know, say Drew wrestles and Dolph is his second, or vice versa at times. You, you know, have have that thing so that that mm-hmm. way you're not burning out these tag team matches with these guys. I would I would like to point out that Mr. Monday Night this week, Kevin Owens in two matches. Two good matches. Yeah. Seth Rollins near the beginning of the show, and then he was in the match with uh, uh, Bobby Lashley and, oh, God help me, Elias. Elias, yeah. Yeah, Elias uh, for the Money Bank qualifier at the end of the night. That one went like 13, 14 minutes, so he had two. He had a long night. He is. I think he's slowly becoming the, the I would say, like, kind of like when The Miz became, like, the MVP for a while. Yeah. I like, think, like yeah. you know, he is kind of becoming that guy. You, yeah. know, you know, he's a great heel, and, um, you know, he's uh, – He's uh, he would be a great guy to win the money in the bank. He's a guy because we th- I think we talked about this last year. I think we, I think he was in the match or mm-hmm. uh, he would be a, such a pest because he could just come down to the ring and whoever the champion is if it's Brock or oh, whoever. Oh, I could it is, see him frequently and just taunting. I could see him frequently doing the thing he does at the beginning of matches where <laughs> he'll get in the ring with his briefcase and act like he's going to cash in and then just roll back out and walk away and be like no <laughs> no and just leave. You know what I mean? And just, you know, just like you said, to mess with the champion, yeah. to, you know, um, I think that would be, I think that'd be great. I think he'd be a good money in the bank holder, but he's yeah. in the match, so we'll see. Yeah, because we'll he, 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 he can taunt whoever the champion is. Now, is the winner of this match, do they have the choice of what brand they can cash in for? Or is it, if it's day one on Raw, you know, they have to go I to Raw? I don't know. 
So they'll, they'll tell my us when it happens. My assumption would be it needs to be on the show they're on. That would be my assumption. Otherwise, why would the otherwise why would the guy who's on why would the general manager of the particular show care if his guys win the title? Because you get somebody from SmackDown who just comes over and challenges for your title. Well, it's, it could make it interesting or whatever. Say, like, if Becky Lynch, like, you know, who, who qualified, we'll talk about for that my in money, a second. For my money, leave that for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know, just just leave that and let the other thing be be show exclusive. That's how I would do it. Because otherwise, people are going to be expecting the money in the bank person to show up on both shows. Well, you know, they could, like, on pay-per-views, that would change that or, you know, if it's, you know. Right, but why? If you're not going to be featured regularly on that same show, it's not quite the same. Well, sometimes when you are the money, the big holder, they don't even show up on the show that they're on. That's entirely true. <laughs> I'd rather not split them up even further. Yeah, you know, I, so I forget Carmel had the, the money in the bank for a while. Cause I go, yeah, because you don't see her for like three weeks. It and seems speaking like. of Carmella, we will now move over to SmackDown mm. from the same arena. And I'm going to go ahead and venture a guess here. A lot of the same fans. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and guess it was a lot of the same fans um, who were, don't get me wrong, energetic the first night on Raw, but they didn't love the show. And um, then they got this show, which was much better, in my opinion. And the crowd rewarded them for it because they were a raucous crowd, man. They yeah, were good. Yeah, less matches on well, SmackDown. was a shorter show, but well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, still, it's it's you know, it's a good. It was a good show. Daniel Bryan came out. Uh, it started the show off, and I, I loved the promo. It, it, we just talked about last week how the the way they've been presenting him hasn't made sense. Like it, it's like they don't get what makes his character popular. Yeah, and this week kind of fixed that uh, a little bit. It, it was the first step on the way back to being the Daniel Bryan we all know and love. The I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm so happy to be back in the ring, but that's not enough. I don't want to just be back in the ring. I want to be where I was. I want to be the WWE champion. Yeah, you know, and that yeah. was great. I, I, that made you want to root for him again. It made it feel like there's this journey Daniel's going to be yeah. on again, and we got to get behind him. Well, and, and maybe that's part of it with him losing the Russo last week, where it's just oh, like, sure. you know, because you don't want to, like, not the too soon thing, but for him, it is about the chase. And, yeah. and, if, oh, and, if, you, and if you're going to build up where, you know, if the Miz wins money in the bank and, and somehow these guys have the big blow off at, at like Survivor oh God, can, Series or. Can that be the blow off as Miz and Daniel Bryan for the title? Like oh. I feel, I feel like that's the perfect way yeah, to do yeah. that story. I, if it's next year's WrestleMania, the, think about where that story started. Yeah, years I mean, ago, way back years ago, the Nexus days. Yeah, I mean, before that, it was on when he, when they were doing the terrible version of NXT. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's it's that terrible version of NXT. <laughs> And then, um, but they feud it all the time. They feuded Alex after Riley that. was involved, and in they've all always that. yeah, they've always had that rivalry going. And just imagine. Daniel Bryan works his way back up to the top of the mountain, and that person standing across from him is that guy who told him he'd never amount to anything. Who, you know, yeah. a, a years. That's a great story that writes itself, and those two guys could sell that yeah. so well. Well, they had that. Was it two years ago when uh, when the whole the smack the post SmackDown show they had, you yeah. know, like the, uh, talking smack where uh, the Miz the, oh, the, lit the, him. Yeah, up. a great promo. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, seriously, you can. I'm sure you can find it on the network, but that might be a little. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, fine. Go go. Just Google search or YouTube search Miz talking smack. Uh, Daniel Bryan. I promise you it'll be the the, per, the first result that comes up. It is amazing. Yeah. It is so good. It, it's like, I think that's when people really started to take Miz seriously. Yeah. Because he grabbed people's attention then. And he had the IC title and he was working hard at that yeah, point. Yeah, he was, yeah. 
but I feel like that promo made people pay attention to him. Yeah. And then they started seeing what he was doing and started realizing the Miz was legit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so. that, that's it, it, and the problem was because you wanted to see a follow up with that, mm-hmm. and because at the you time you couldn't, they, they, you couldn't. Yeah. It, it, but they even kind of like dropped the angle, and it's just like no. Well, it, it, but then you know he did the s kicks. Or, I, I'm going to take credit for saying that as this went on later on, and, and Miz kept making taking digs at him. Miz kept doing things. I kept saying this has to lead to a match. This has well, they wouldn't be doing this if Daniel couldn't get back in the ring eventually. I kept saying it. And I kept saying it. And thank God I was right. Well, yeah, well, because either that or you know somebody's gonna you know fight the battle for him or whatever else. No, I refused you, you to know, believe that no. that was an option. I refused no. to believe that there was no chance. But WrestleMania 35, this is your uh, you know damn well better be. that or Danny wins the title and the Miz cashes in cashes in on hundred percent. That could be oh. the way it goes. Hundred percent. You know you don't even, uh, but you don't have to do that at WrestleMania. You could do no. that before WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. and then have Daniel the Bryan get the rematch at WrestleMania, or heck. Have him stop Daniel Bryan shy of winning the title. Have him attack him during the match, before the match, whatever, cash in on whoever is the champion ah. and win. And he stole not only did he, he did he steal the title from Daniel, but he stole the moment. The moment of Daniel getting his hand raised was stolen from from him by the Miz. You get there are so many options with this. Oh, it could be uh, so uh, good. We're over here dreaming about it. <laughs> this is just me opening bit from SmackDown. Um, which was good, by the way. He came out, he wasn't out there leading a bunch of yes chants and being overly smiley, guy smiley. I hate when they're guy smiley. That drives me nuts. And uh, but, he, well, was a good, but sometimes was a good his promo. his smile though is I think sincere because oh, yeah, when, no, when for he sure. for for anybody who takes in that moment. Like I find him to be like the most sincere. Absolutely. When, when when he is taking that in, because you know why? Because he's not a great actor, so he has to, no. he has to feel it. And I, and but how do you not? If, if, I mean, if you're him, how do you not smile in that situation yeah, when you have the no, whole arena? I'm you're fine so with over. Smiles. I'm fine with smiling and, and feeling the moment and being excited. I'm not fine with it when they come out and treat things that should be treated seriously not serious, and they're out there smiling and grinning and goofing and making jokes, and that's dumb. I hate that. AJ Styles does that a little too much now. And it drives me insane because he should be taking his feud with Shinsuke seriously. Yeah, he'll, he'll stop to say things like "You're being silly," or you know, he'll be, he makes jokes with Renee, or you know, mm, not my favorite. I don't love it. Um, but anyways, Big Cass came up, inter- came out, and interrupted him. He was fine. You know, Cass has gotten better on the mic. Got better in the mic, not better in the ring. Not so much. He's pretty much where he was in the ring, which wasn't bad. Yeah, but it's just not great. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's just, not an entertaining singles just, wrestler. No, and the and the two skill sets between these two are so far apart. Although I did love Daniel wiping him out. Yeah, that was good. You darn right. You yeah, darn right. You present him like a main event. I, 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 yeah, I just hope that when they do have, because there's gonna be another match, I'm sure, at Money in the Bank or whatever, that you know Brian still comes up on the on this on the up and up. Yeah. Um. Up next, we had the New Day, Biggie and Xavier Woods versus Sheamus and Cesaro for one spot in the men's Money in the Bank match, which was an odd way to go about it. Now, New Day won. But I don't know what. How is this going to be? I, maybe I missed it. Did they say there was going to be a vote, or what did they say? Uh, I, I don't know how they do have okay, like so they uh, didn't say but necessarily. The, yeah, but they did have like van voting. Like who? You, who do you want to see? I, I think it was like right. the team's but choice. I mean, that can just be happening. But I mean, are they going to leave it up to the team to decide, or are they going to go for me? The much more interesting story route of having them face each other. Having uh, seriously have a triple threat between Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Big E. 
and have that determine who is going to go to Money in the Bank. Yeah. Now, according to WWE.com, it says uh, who are the Newsday selects. So it's her choice. Uh, I don't like that. It's still unknown, like but uh, they're now in the money. Now, Kofi Kingston had the most votes. Big E was second. And, and my, my pick was Xavier Woods to right. play the match because it's the, the guy's wrestling. Is, is Xavier, Woods, Xavier Woods is, is in a bad spot there because he's not the high-flying, crazy you know, Kofi Kingston who we know will do something insane if he's in the match. Yeah. Who is also 90 years old. And he's not Big E, who's the overly entertaining power guy who could do something crazy in the match. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Xavier wouldn't or couldn't do something crazy. He's just not who they're going to think of first. So he's unfortunately left behind the other two. Yeah. I would love to see any of the three of them. To be perfectly honest, Kofi would be my least, my last choice. I've seen Kofi do this. He's been. So, I think he's been. And I think so Big E's banks. been in one or two. But I'd like to see Big E, or I'd like to see Xavier in this match. Yeah. Big E could throw some guys around. I yeah, mean, you know, that I think would you do be some fun. cool stuff with the ladder too. I bet. You know, um, I, I, but I think him and Xavier would be the coolest additions to the match. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be that. Uh, I guess we'll see who they select. God, that's boring. Um, up next, you had, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Andrade. Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega. I'm so glad she stayed with him. Yeah, I'm glad they kept so them together, glad, too. Because she's so good for him. And she's gorgeous. Um, versus Jake Constantino. Man, that didn't uh, that didn't last long. No, um, it's just a way to introduce some. Hey, no, to... Andrade looked good. It was a decisive win for him, and I love that she got on the mic afterwards and ripped them apart for being like, "This is what you were going to give him on his first night." Like, you know, we expected competition here. But you know, I, I kind of like this kind of build them up because you don't need a guy coming in and defeating you know B team guys right yeah. away. Uh, you know, kind of kind of let's let's get used to this guy's style because because you know not everybody watches NXT yeah. that's at these shows, so you got to get used to this guy. I agree. Um, have him come up and eventually he'll beat somebody like, I don't remember which show he's on now. I think he might've just moved to raw, but eventually he'll beat somebody like Rhino or Heath Slater. Yeah. Or yeah. Like a, know, a Zach Ryder type who's on, but he's on raw. Too, hate, so. You ever feel like we're in an aquarium? <laughs> people just walk by and look in the windows at yeah. us and glare. Usually it's the same person over and over. He listens now. He didn't used to. Oh, good. So, good. Uh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hope that, uh, almost would be in the money, in the bank. But uh, they didn't go that route, and that's okay. I'm not mad about it. I just was kind of hoping he would be. Again, people go with the too soon thing, but for me, I don't feel like that's the case with some of these guys. I really do feel like Almas has enough momentum that he can swing behind him with Zelina especially. He does, he does have that, yeah. I think it's just to me, it's just, just getting used to his style. Because, like, you know, Bobby Roode was, like, a name you kind of knew, and he kind of got you know, involved but in I, this But you quick. know what? If you'd asked me which one of the two was going to be more exciting, I'd have said Andrade. He would be more Bobby exciting. Roode's boring. I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but he wrestles a very slow American Western style of wrestling. Maybe, maybe the Mighty Pink would be good for him. Maybe. Doubt it. Maybe. <laughs> um, besides, we want Miz to win, so shut up. <laughs> well, I didn't say he's going to win. I, I just want good performances. You know, I mean, look at the Money in the Bank from the greatest, not Money in the Bank, but the IC match from you know, the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble and Finn Balor. And the, the Miz was great in that match. He didn't win. Right. Uh, and Carmella yeah. or uh, whatever. Uh, Nell abrasion, yeah, which yeah. we're going to skip that. Yeah, it's fine. Asuka's the number one contender. Crowd chanted Asuka's going to kill you. God, I hope she does. <laughs> um, up next, yeah. Becky Lynch versus Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a Money in the Bank qualifier. Becky Lynch wins. Very cool. Good for her. Uh, I'm happy that she finally got a win in a meaningful spot. Yeah, how about that? She's going to be important. in a Now, hey, can we match. follow that up with her getting a win at Money in the Bank? I'd she like won't. to see that, but you won't happen. I would too, because you know why? I'd love to see her cash it in on somebody and turn heel. Yeah, I'd love it. Becky's been the she, the like the lovable face for so long, and she's been absolutely wasted in that role. But can you hate her? 
I mean, no, she'll be a cool bad guy. Like, I mean, so many of them now. She'll be a bad guy people cheer for. Like, so many of them. No, because she's getting cheered now. It's not like she doesn't have, like, that's the one no, thing. No, she's getting cheered now, but I'm going to tell you right now that a lot of her reactions are not what they once were. Because she... Well, was well, because obviously been, she's been handled. That's But that's my point, is I don't know if there's a way to fix that at this yeah. point right now. She needs a kind of a fresh start with her character. And I'd like to see her, you know, turn on Asuka or turn on Charlotte or turn... You know what I'm saying? I changed it to saying so I could get away with it. <laughs> I gotta stop. I don't know why I'm using it as a crutch today. Uh, uh, um, on the other hand, this is absolution pretty much dead. Oh, they've got to be. You know, because pa- last, last week, week now Paige says, okay, you're going to be in the match and you're going against each other. Yeah, they've got to be dead. Um, you know. Samoa Joe was announced versus Big Cass in a Money in the Bank qualifier for next week. That's going to be is interesting. There, is there any chance Dana Bryan isn't costing the match? I like to see that happen because that way yeah. they get their match at Money in the Bank. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but to, like to, to see to Joe some, win the match. Yeah, I'd rather see Joe win cleanly. I got to tell you this though, the guys who are in the Money in the Bank match for the men, I could see almost any of them winning this thing, and being a and being a good candidate for it at this point. Braun doesn't need it. No, um, he really, really doesn't. Joe would be an interesting person to see with it. Miz would be an interesting person to see with it. Rusev. Rusev would be an interesting person who, to see who, with it. Which, which, um. You know, speaking of Rusev, Lana and Aiden, if they're keeping them together, what's yeah, going saw on? Kind of being buddy buddy. Yeah. Uh, here previously, that acted like there was friction. I, I would kind of like to see them together. I'd be okay with it, just to give Rusev more going on around him. Yeah. However, I get the impression we're getting where she's going to play nice, and then they're going to turn on Aiden, and then we're going to get one of two things. One, we're going to get Rusev versus Aiden. Because Aiden, with Aiden being the sympathetic guy who was turned on because yeah. the manipulative Lana turned Rusev against him. Or, and I prefer this option, if you're going to split them up. If you're not, that's fine. But if you're going to split them up, I prefer, the, I prefer this option. I prefer Aiden being the bad guy, snapping that- on Lana... And that triggering Rusev Ooh. to okay, Rusev, I, I, Rusev, I like that Rusev crush. Yeah, I I, I rather see him as a as a heel. If Rusev would work as a face because what's yeah. the other way around? It just Aiden I mean, would Rusev, not get over. I mean, Rusev's been a heel forever, but people want to cheer for him. Clearly, yeah, at this yeah. Point. Especially so let's go now. that route. I mean, you know? you, and you have and speaking of Rusev, the email we got uh, came from Corey Parrish. She says, "I was watching a Ring of Honor pay per view the other day. Fans are chanting Rusev Day. Yeah, if this guy is over and he's being cheered in other promotions, and he really should be pushed." I mean, you say that, but people did the yes chants all over the world, and it took yeah. them forever to catch on yeah. to that. Uh, you had CM Punk gets chanted at different things, but that WWE don't care. That, well, that, that's a different. Um, that's more of a. Uh, yeah, just, I get it, but you know. I mean, it's just like I, I don't know that Vince cares so much what you chanted other things. No, no, you're not at his show. He no, the, care. the fact that you're booing Roman Reigns doesn't matter because you paid your ticket. He's already got. And your not money. only that, yeah, you chanted or whatever, but unless it's getting referenced on whatever that is. Nobody cares. Yeah, and they're they're ignoring it. And yeah. you know, I mean, unless you want to walk out of his matches all the time, go to the concessions every time Roman Reigns wrestles. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, to determine the stipulation for their WWE Championship match at WWE Money in the Bank, uh, which should be great between AJ Styles and Shinsuke, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, we had a match between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. <sighs> I, I, I don't like that. I hate that so much. Yes. I hate that. Let's like, get, we've what? already seen them wrestle tw- uh, three times now, right? Yes, yeah, because yeah, he had WrestleMania. WrestleMania, had... Greatest Royal Rumble, and Backlash. Yep. So we've seen it three times now. Now we've seen it a fourth. You a gave free and match. you gave away a clean ending. Yeah. On television, a pinfall ending, on television. I don't get it. There's got to be other ways to to pick the. Uh... 
the uh, the stipulations. There has in these to be matches. something they yeah. come up with. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't like this because you're, you're sorry. There's a pretty girl waving at me. I get distracted. You're um, you know, you, you, I, I, I saw this. It's like what? I mean, the match was good. Yeah, but uh, but no, save that I for the paper. Like, if like my thing is this, why didn't uh, if I'm give AJ a little bit of an edge, have the match start. AJ doesn't care what kind of match Shinsuke chooses, and that's what I'd have had him say in the promo. I mean, he did say kind of that sort of thing yeah. leading up to it, but he didn't do it very well. Just say you don't give a damn what match Shinsuke chooses because at the end of the night, it's you know it's going to be you and him in whatever kind of match it is. You're going to kick his ass, and you're going to leave with the WWE Championship. And then when you get in the match, I'd start it off. Shinsuke comes right at him. AJ kicks him in the balls. Yeah. Gets, gets, him, gets, gets himself gets disqualified. disqualified. Yeah. Shinsuke gets to choose, but AJ doesn't care because he won up Shinsuke at that point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's how I would have gone. They didn't do that. Yeah, they they had a match, or even the yeah. other way. You could have gone the other yeah, way too. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 you know Shinsuke low Shinsuke, blows yeah. AJ. Yeah, it's and, like you, know, you bring like, whatever you want. I will be yeah. ready. Yeah, no speak English. No no speak English. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, but again, I think overall, and then that was a good match. It was again. Yeah. They seem to get better as they go. Yeah, these matches yeah, between like, these two. I it, it's I I just hope wherever this leads to because I I love heel Shinsuke. Yeah, that you know, I do too. that 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 I like his new entrance too. That um, you know, it's not as long as the other one. That he no, needs different. um, <laughs> it's just as long as the other one, with the exception he, of it's missing a couple of notes at the beginning. Yeah, it's the yeah. same entrance. Dave. The, he he needs um, you know, I mean, I'd say other opponents because I don't mind him fighting AJ all the time. But I just want to see you know that he'll take out some other guys. Yeah, no, you, I get you know, have a one on one where it's like, hey, I don't like what you're doing with this. I stuff. can't wait to see him in Daniel Bryan. You know, oh my gosh, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't, and what about a what about a face Rusev? Wow, you know, I'd be kind of. I mean, into they that. had they had good matches yeah. the other way around, but when uh, I'd be into that, you know, when Shinsuke was the face, exactly. So there's that, and then uh, so that's it. That wraps it up. That's the week uh, in wrestling. Uh, Two hundred five live. Just the only thing I'm really going to say is May 29th. They announced that Buddy Murphy is going to take on Cedric Alexander. For the cruiserweight championship, should be a good match. I, sh- I should be. You know, they've been building Buddy up a, a long way with this, with yeah. the whole weight thing and everything yeah. else, and attacking and and he's been good. This is good. This is good. good. You know. So that's it. That's episode forty-eight of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat. Um, we got a little more extra for you. A little, a little more again. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get a little more again. Uh, why not? We're gonna tack it on here. I got to speak to a certain lone wolf, former Money in the Bank, and Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. And uh, why don't you check out what he and I talked about right here. Hey, guys, Sean here from FM99, and I've got on the line with me right now the lone wolf, Baron Corbin. Baron, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, no problem, man. What's going on? Uh, you know, man, just over here doing my thing, but uh, I gotta, I, I'm very excited about the WWE show coming. And first of all, I want to take a second to actually, uh, I never thought I'd get a chance to do this. So I want to congratulate you on your match at TLC because you had an exciting chairs match, which I kind of didn't think was possible, uh, <laughs> gi- given the history. Anything of... is possible, man. <laughs> That's, I'm learning Come that. On. But uh, no, seriously, you guys put on a hell of a match. And the first thing I wanted to ask from my own personal interest was, did you see that as something to overcome or something to enhance uh, your, your match with Kalisto? Man, I, I'm always going out there to try to to enhance what we do and uh Callisto is a tough kid we've had our our disputes between each other you know he, his style is very different than mine right you know I'm, I'm a violent big man that can move a little bit he is uh, a very well-rounded luchador you know his flips all that stuff so then you introduce a chair to it and i think it changes the dynamic of everything you know one of those shots can change the whole outcome and it just makes you weary of, of where you're at at all times in the ring you know you don't want to get cracked in the side of the head with a chair and then you, you know you're laying on your back so 
Yeah. You definitely just have to be ready. So it just it, it enhances the possibility. Okay, um, I see what you're saying. You know, and I think he capitalized as best he could with the chairs. You know, he was jumping off of them and throwing me into them, and then he definitely took a, a few Frank Thomas swings at me with it. And, uh, <laughs> I was feeling that for sure the next day, but, you know, in the end, I took that one good opportunity, and I put as big a dent in, his, in him as I could, and uh, it worked out pretty well for me. Yeah, yeah, it did, to say the least, but again, you know, I just, I think it was one of those things that people saw on the card, and a lot of people groan because in the past, they've been kind of slower matches, not very exciting. It's one of those ones that people feel is kind of forced on there, but you guys went out there and actually made a case for why they should continue to be a part of of the TLC lineup, so again, that was just awesome. Well, I appreciate that. You brought up your uh, your you're the big, vicious kind of stronger guy, and a lot of that comes, I feel like, from your history with football. Do you oh, see yeah. your, Do you see yourself having some kind of an advantage f- coming from the gridiron as opposed to people who've maybe spent their whole life in professional wrestling? I most definitely do. You know, I've, I was playing football when I was you know four or five years old, so. Um, it's something I've done from a very, very young age, and, and I learned very quickly that in life, playing sports like football, and I also boxed as well, you know, you, at the end of the day, you're either the hammer or the nail. My dad would ask me every day when I came home, which one was I, which one did I want to be? And so you pride yourself on being violent. You know, it, it's, a, it's a violent sport. It's what people pay to see. They pay to see collisions and people getting run over and you know that's just the nature of man i think and developing that mentality at five and six years old that uh, you're not going to let anybody run you over and and put you down that carries you through everything i mean everybody knows how hard life can be and, and the struggles you're gonna you're gonna do and i think football prepares you for any kind of struggle you know when you're out there and then now you know taking that that mentality to WWE, now I'm out there by myself. I'm standing by myself. I'm alone. You know, I wasn't always a fan of, of team sports, so this is my opportunity to take, you know, what I've built as a, a person and pour it on to somebody else standing across the ring from me. <laughs> now, do you prefer that style? Like, I mean, again, your name is the Lone Wolf, but I mean, just coming from a team sport, like you said, that you weren't crazy about, is this kind of a breath of fresh air now where really sinking or swimming depends on you? It most definitely is. You know, I take pride in what I do, and I don't want somebody else to screw up something for me. So, you know, going from those teams, uh, in college, I played for four national championships. And unfortunately, I lost every single one of them. And it wasn't because of something I did, you know. Right. So I want to be able to be in control of the outcome of whatever it is I'm doing. You know, being the lone wolf and not having to rely on people. And then, you know, like I boxed for a long time and you train these guys every day and you, you know, see those guys every day in the gym. And then if you got to fight one of them, you know, what's somebody's mentality if they're their best friend or they're their friend? Are they going to take it easy on them? Are they going to give them an opportunity that they don't deserve? And I think, you know, I'm in the WWE. I'm not there to make friends. I'm there to be a world champion and make money. Everything you said makes sense to me. I played a lot of team sports in my time, and I can definitely relate to that feeling of getting so close and falling short because, again, not of something you did. It being the most frustrating thing in the world. Yes, it is. It's out of your control, so I prefer to be in control. Well, you're uh, day one on the main roster in the WWE. Uh, you won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I, I got to ask, does that, do you think there's been more pressure or like more expected of you than maybe some of your fellow NXT call-ups that came out up around the same time? You know, I, I think that my expectations myself are extremely high. So going out there and having that opportunity on that night in front of 100,000 plus people, I mean, that in itself is insane. Walk out to that crowd of that magnitude. You know, I always try to explain to people the feeling you get when you win something like that and there is no true explanation it, it's something that is just so surreal and you try to think back on it and it's in fast forward or it's in slow motion it changes every time you think about it you just know that you need that feeling again so every day that i i get an opportunity like tlc i'm going out there going i'm chasing that feeling i'm chasing the next step the next rung on the ladder 
the next opportunity. So the pressure, I think, comes from myself. You know, you know, coming out the gates like that and winning something of that magnitude, I add that pressure to myself because how am I going to surpass that? Most people in life would be okay if that's their top. You know, hey, I did this that one time at that one show, and, and that doesn't work for me. So for me, I think the pressure comes from myself. And, you know, again, going back to the football, that's what you train for your whole life. You, you train to handle pressure at those high tense moments and excel now okay so you had that big debut in med wrestlemania i mean that's i mean you can't really ask for a better stage to uh make <laughs> no, your make your impact on this year i mean wrestlemania not that far away if you had if you could pick one guy one person to have a match with at wrestlemania this year to make another impact who would it be oh man that that is a, a crazy question because it's it's like music every day you're in a, in a different mood for a different <laughs> band a different song you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah there's guys i know that could elevate my ability they can they can take me to the next level a guy like randy orton i think he's one of the best there is yeah and you know i, I said it before in an interview that i would love to go in there and punch him dead in the face and just see what happens next <laughs> you know a guy like you know undertaker kane those guys are, are are icons in what we do they are iconic big men who can move and who are violent and those are guys i would love to just walk in there and just see what happens and i think you know, they would make me go to the next level. You have to reach down deep to, to be in there with a guy like that. So, you know, those those guys would be amazing. I, I couldn't ask for a better opportunity with those guys. Or, you know, the face of the company. You got John Cena. You got AJ Styles. You know, whoever's holding that WWE championship, I would love to get in there with. So, you know, you, if you ask me tomorrow, it may be different. Yeah, yeah, I can understand I'm ready that. To go. Like I said, I'm chasing that moment, that, that opportunity to – to get my name in record books and, and be there for the next 10 years, just wrecking people's dreams and making kids' heroes fall. <laughs> I love that <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so this one, another question kind of from me. Do you play WWE 2K17? I most definitely do. Do you play as yourself? You know, here's a funny story. When they first came out, um, we were at uh, SmackDown Live, and um, they had set up some consoles for us to play. And AJ Styles was running his mouth, and he picked himself, and so of course I had to do the same. Right. And uh, <laughs> I hit the end of days on him, dead center in the middle of the ring, and covered him. He tried to turn the PlayStation off, but he couldn't <laughs> figure out how to turn it off before the three count. So he threw a fit and quit. Oh, oh no! Yeah, the champ. <laughs> the champ threw a fit. And quit. Oh, that's awful, man. And I got to throw him under the bus right now for it because it was one of those funny temper tantrums and he didn't know how to turn the PlayStation off. So it was pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I play it too. I play as your character a lot. I'm a bit, I, I love the end of days. It's one of my favorite moves that I've seen in, I don't know, five, ten years at least. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Okay, so in line with that, if you could pick your favorite video game, what's the favorite one? Ooh, right now, right now I'm playing a, a lot of the, the 2K games, the Mafia um, right. I got Call of Duty. I'm actually uh, getting ready to play zombies with my brother. You know, he lives in Kansas City, so that gives us an opportunity to, to get on the mics and uh, kill zombies with the new Call of Duty. <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously the wrestling is fun because I can just get on there and I can get online and play and nobody knows who they're really playing. Right, yeah. You can go under an anonymous name and nobody yeah. has a clue that they're telling Baron Corbin <laughs> that he's a fat and lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't beat that, right? No, no. I have a question, a question from a listener here. He, he begged me to ask you, do you really hate little guys, and what is it about them that you hate? I, <laughs> I, I just don't think people 
you know, should be given opportunities. And I don't think people, you know, we live in a world today where people are handed trophies for participation. Yep. You said it best on SmackDown Live. Too many people are getting trophies. And a lot of guys want to blame that they're small and that, um, you know, they were never given a chance. And I think that you need to go out there and earn it. So those little guys, you know, I'm going to make them fight for everything they do. Every opportunity they get, they're going to have to fight for it because they want to be called the underdog. They want to live that lifestyle of, you know, I didn't get the opportunity because I was too small. I think that, you know, I take pride in making them earn it. I think Callisto, you know, he, he, he earned every bit of credit that he got for, you know, what he did with me on there, on the TLC and SmackDown Live and all of those things. He can, he can hold his head up for that and say, you know, I earned that, and, and I'll give a little nod to him for it. Right. Hey, I'm right there with you. I'm 6'5", over 300 pounds. I, I'm tired of hearing little people make excuses, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm also tired of handing you know, things to them. They're good for nothing. I'm also tired of handing things to them from the top shelf. <laughs> yeah. So your moniker is yeah. the lone wolf. You're not a big fan of team sports, but if you had to pick a teammate, if they said tomorrow you're going to be in a tag team and you get to choose your teammate, who would you choose? Ooh, I mean, i got to go with a guy like Taker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you beat that? No. I mean, the, the, the guy would the guy would teach me so much and he's done so much and to be in the ring and share a moment with a legend like that i mean that would be unreal absolutely i can that sounds like about the best pick you could have made i mean granted like you said there's lots of good options but at the end of the day taker's been there forever and is there any guy who carries more more respect and probably wisdom than the undertaker no not at all and then i think we could go ride uh you know, sweet bikes after and go to a dive bar and have a little bit of whiskey, right? That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> so, okay, what's something that you think SmackDown Live has as an edge over the Raw brand? I would have a more difficult time saying something we don't. I <laughs> think that we are better all around. I think our guys are hungrier. Our guys are taking so much more pride in what we have at SmackDown Live. I think our show has so much life and energy that it's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about being handed something. Raw has been handed the name, the flagship WWE show. Yeah. They've been handed this primetime spot for so long, and SmackDown has been shifted around from Fridays to Thursdays to now live on Tuesdays. And I think that our roster is unbelievable from top to bottom. I think everybody wants to be world champ. I don't think you belong in the WWE if you don't want to be world heavyweight champion, if you don't want to be the world champion. And... Everybody on SmackDown wants that. So that competitive nature, that that fire that everybody has, elevates us above Raw tenfold. Yeah, I can understand that. But, uh, dude, I when I watch it during the week, the only one I watch the day of is SmackDown. I because... love it. I mean, that's what it is. It's a two-hour show yeah. that is action-packed. It's got so much more wrestling. You know, we don't, we don't stand out there and tell each other our funny rhymes and our, our big <laughs> jokes in the ring. We're going out there to fight. Yeah. Yeah, you guys make the most of your time. That's what what we do. Yeah. And I think SmackDown is is destroying Raw, and I think, uh, you know, in the years to come, we're going to continue to do that. And I think, you know, we want that that name, the flagship program, but we want to earn it, and we want to, you know, then when we get it, we want to keep making it untouchable by everybody else. So December 10th, 7.30 p.m. at the Norfolk Scope, you guys have a live event here, which everybody, you should hear people talking about it here around the office. I don't know how many people have said, hey, are you going? Are you going? 
everybody's really be going. everybody's really excited. Tell people what they can expect from the show, and like if they haven't been there before, why do they need to be there, and what's different about this compared to like you know the the kind of the arduous three, four, five, six hour TV tapings. Look, the biggest thing that I can explain to people if they haven't been there, a live event is something special. It's an opportunity for them to connect with the wrestlers. They're up close. There's no commercial breaks. There's so much more interaction between the wrestlers and the fans and the opportunities to yell whatever you you want to say to, to any of us. If you want to tell me you know, that I'm the worst thing you've ever seen, I'll hear you say it. <laughs> That's the coolest thing is, is the interactions are unbelievable, and you'll get to see guys go out there and really pour it all out. They take pride in those live events. And you're going to see um, a, a five-way women's match for the women's championship. Oh, wow. You're going, to get to, you're going to get to watch five women go out there and crack each other in the face. I mean, that's pretty good in itself. we got a fatal four-way tag match for the tag championship. Um, I'm going out there with Callisto. So you'll see him do some flips, and then you'll see me hit him like a Mack truck. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's awesome. It's just an awesome, lively atmosphere that you really don't want to miss because you're going to get opportunities you wouldn't get when you go to a SmackDown Live. You know, those are amazing in their shelf with the lights and the fireworks and all of that. But this is just intimate. It's an opportunity for them to really connect with their favorite superstars. I don't think I could have said it any better. And I've told these people tons of times that they need to get out to these live events because they are something special. Every time I've been to one, it's some of the most fun I've ever had. Again, like you said, the, the ta- TV tapings have their own merit to them, but the live events are just fun. They're absolutely the most fun yeah, I've ever had at a yeah. wrestling show. It's a different level. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Baron Corbin. We wish you the best of luck at your event against Callisto. Next time you're in town, please stop by and talk to us. Oh, for sure. I'd love that. All right. Thanks, man. You have a great day. All right, brother. Take care.